Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome into Lock It In with Cam Rogers right here on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Cam Rogers with you. Bridget Whalen is alongside for Golf Bets on Us. It is back after a brief hiatus. Thank you so much for the patience out there. I was home in Nashua, New Hampshire for the last couple of weeks, and technology did not really lend itself to doing a two-person show. So here we are. We're back and better than ever. I'm back in Maryland, ready to rock for the 2022 campaign as the PGA Tour does indeed return this week. The Century Tournament of Champions Plantation Course at Kapalua Resort. Really excited to break this down with Bridget. We will reveal our betting cards right here on the very program. Kick off the new year by doing something right. Following us on social media. I'm on Twitter at Mr. Rogers 99 and on Instagram at Mr. Rogers 98. And you can follow Bridget at Bridget K. Whalen on Twitter and Instagram. Of course, all of the odds that you hear on this very program are courtesy of Bet Online. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your bonus, B-L-E-A-V. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all of the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. Bet Online, where the game starts. That website, by the way, betonline.ag. And we thank them for being a sponsor here on the show. Bridget, great to chat with you. Hope you had a fantastic holiday season. I did. I had a fantastic holiday. We haven't talked since I saw Tiger Woods in person. I know. I know. Do you have things to get off your chest here? Because I'm sure you saw a lot of him. Um, oh, did I see? I saw about as much as, of Tiger as you possibly could at that event. I saw from when he arrived to when he left being in the public eye. So <laughs> I got my full, uh, my full, full of Tiger Woods uh, here in Orlando. He looked great. Um, the one thing that didn't look great, which will come with time is energy levels, walking ability. Obviously he carted right. his whole way around uh, the Ritz. And I, I do not think he would have been able to walk that course back to back those two days. That That is not a surprise. <laughs> um, he hasn't done a lot of walking in, in uh, recent times. So that it wasn't a surprise at all. It was just, you know, a little, um, it, it's a little disheartening to see him recovering, which we've seen time and time again. Again, not something that's new. Uh, it was just so awesome to see him. Like those were probably the two best days of the entirety of last year for me. Like I'm not even being dramatic. They were the best two days of my life to, to see him well. And it, with his son, he's just different. He, he's like lighter in a way, like you mm -hmm. can even pick up on it. And, and that clearly that event is not comparable to, 
competition in the sense of the PG tour or major golf, um, which we're, that's where we typically see Tiger teeing it up. He just has such like an aura about him when he's with his, his son and to be present in like the midst of that is just like, I don't know. I feel so grateful and lucky and I don't even know what adjective to use that I, I got to go both days and see him both days and nothing bad happened. Like there was no right. injury, you know, like you never know. They almost like won. Happen. Right. Oh my gosh. Like how exciting was that? That, the, that he and Charlie both missed that putt on the last, uh, which that wouldn't have gotten them the win anyway. Um, but yeah, like it, oh, it was just, it, honestly, I can just talk about it nonstop. It was the best two days of my entire year of you, entire 2021. <laughs> you almost, you also won $175 betting on oh, the I, PNC I championship. Did. Fun fact. So that was a good night nice. for you. And yeah, you know, it's interesting. I think I posted a video a couple of weeks ago about picking team woods to win outright. And somebody tweeted back at me, what a fanboy pick. Well, how fanboy does it look now? Because like, <laughs> The guy almost won. The guy's almost won. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I think it is a flash of reality, number one, that, hey, we still have some time for him to return back to the PGA Tour. But that was a nice little tease of what we could soon see from him in a PGA Tour capacity. So it was really nice to see him out there. And I'm sure everybody out there is rooting for him, especially all the guys playing this week at the Century Tournament of Champions. It is a 39-player field. Phil Mickelson playing for the first time in 21 years. Harris English will defend his title. World number one, John Rahm, back in action for the first time since the Fortinet Championship. Colin Morikawa is teeing it up, and he has a shot to actually overtake John Rahm for number one in the world. This is a birdie fest here, Bridget. This is a... Very easy golf course. I don't really put a lot of emphasis on driving, for instance. You can kind of spray it a little bit and be okay, a la like a Patrick Reed has had success here many a time. So it's obviously not the first full field PGA Tour event of 2022, but this is still a star-studded field, no-cut event, four guaranteed rounds. You can get aggressive with your betting this week, perhaps sprinkle a few outrights this week, in particular, I actually have two for the Century Tournament of Champions. But I would say just from a macro perspective, this is one of the more difficult weeks to predict, Bridget. And actually, one of the weeks of the year that I actually will heavily weigh course history as compared to recent form, because recent form is extremely relative here coming off the holiday break. And, you know, so it's like one of those things where it's just like, you know, you don't really know what you're going to get this particular week. And so I think you have to weigh course history a lot more just because it's actually pretty reliable data. This golf course, if you play well here, you typically continually play well. Justin Thomas, Xander Shoffley down the line from there. So that's sort of my strategy this week. Yeah, it's a, it's a unique course. I agree with that. Also, totally agree that every player is going to be knocking the rest off. So recent form isn't really indicative of good play. Mm -hmm. And again, recent form could mean what? Like Brooks played well at the match. Is that recent form? <laughs> so, you know, it's one of those deals. Um, so I like a lot of 
the mid-range picks this week in terms of the outright market. Cam Smith at 22 to 1, Brooks Kepka at 33, Kokrak at 35. I think there's some serious value there. And just some other keys that I threw up on my Twitter. Not looking at driving accuracy. Really not looking at driving distance either. I'm looking at guys who can really find a hot putter, typically play well in stronger field events, typically play well in no-cut events. Obviously, Justin Thomas, Xander Shoffley come to mind as well. So just some things for you folks out there to keep in mind as you take a look at the odds boards out there on Bet Online. So Bridget, any other uh, thoughts about this week? I mean, obviously going to be some good views of Hawaii and Kapalua and primetime TV for golf, which is always great. And you know what? I like this time of year too, because you're starting to get that sense of shift in the sports calendar. I love the NFL. I love football, but like we have the college football national championship on Monday. The NFL playoffs are starting to heat up here with the final week of the regular season this week. You get the sense that the calendar is shifting toward college basketball and, of course, golf. And, heck, I saw a Masters promo not too long ago. So I get jazzed up for this time of year. Yeah, we're less than 100 days out. There you go. There Good you go. Enough. Um, there are a, are a couple things that I love about this course. The trees are just so, like, iconic. I think in every photo from Kapalua you you like know that like they're like those weird Hawaiian pine trees I don't know what they're called I just love it the the visuals of this tournament are one of my favorite um it's a par 73 it's it's the only right on the PGA Tour schedule so and there's just three par threes so it's like a weird course I mean the wind also always plays a factor um out on Maui and birdies just like birdies galore this type of tournament is fun to watch because they do go low um which I I like that style of golf I like seeing really good shots and uh seeing low scores also this tournament is where my favorite shot of all time happened Bubba Watson shot no and it is not a Tiger Woods shot which sometimes like when I get asked the question what's your favorite shot of all time I want to say Augusta Tiger 16, like Mm. in your life, but this shot actually, when Dustin Johnson almost aced the par four, that ball, (laughs) oh my God. And I know elevation, the ball flies so far, 433 yards. And it almost went in. Like it was right online. That was the wildest shot I've ever seen in real time. Like ever like I've never seen a shot like that it looked fake it looked like a video game it it's like burned into my memory because at that time I think I was on like the highlight rota at golf channel so I watched golf with like a different set of eyes than just a normal viewer like you literally watch every single move that golfers make and Dustin was just lights out um that shot just it's my favorite it would and he was so swagger about it like walking up to the hole it's just like the wildest thing of all time an ace on a par four I just wish it went in yeah so it's been the only thing better Expect a lot of fireworks this week, needless to say, as it should be premier scoring conditions. By the way, it's Mark Rolfing season as well. He is very knowledgeable of Hawaii. And so the king, the king of Hawaii. Yeah. So he'll have a lot to say about the next two tournaments. So let's get into it. So we're going to do it a little bit differently going forward here. Betting card by betting card, just to make it more organized, easy for you guys to follow. So 
I'll start it off, Bridget, and reveal my two outright selections. So I'm going down the board a little bit with two guys. Number one, Brooks Kepka. Number two, Patrick Reed. $10 on both of them. Brooks at 33 to one. I just love the value here. And make no mistake, he was bad at the match. He was bad during the fall swing. But sometimes, as we know, he just rises to the occasion in these star-studded fields, sometimes these no-cut events. And nobody's talking about him. Like, Brooks doesn't like that when nobody's talking about him. Or if they are, it's in a bad way. So, look, the whole motivation thing about a regular PGA Tour event, I think goes out the window here. This guy wants to win every time he tees it up so that people talk about him again. So at 33 to one, I will take that, no doubt about it. And then the other one obviously is Patrick Reed at 25 to one. He was a winner in 2015, second in 2016, T2 in 2020. His putting prowess will come in handy here. His lack of driving ability won't hurt him. And this goes back to my whole course history topic, if you will. Patrick Reed, one of the best in this field in terms of course history. So I'm putting a lot of stock into him this week. Brooks and Patrick Reed, outright selections. Any thoughts there? I had both of them in my card and I took both of them out. Oh, Ooh. <laughs> maybe you sensed that uh, I was picking them. <laughs> I don't know, but it's just funny because you know when you like change your mind and then you should have stuck with your initial and now you you took both of them and I took both of them out so having a little buyer's remorse and we just got started yeah there you go by the way bet online lack of buyer's remorse sorry the reverse of that I want to buy them now well you shouldn't because I'm picking them and you know (laughs) you're beating me in the standings by the way Patrick Reed's number is now at 28 to 1 but I'll leave it at 25 because we promised ourselves we leave the numbers when we saw them so there you go So $10 on both those guys. I have one top five play, Bridget, that I know you'll love. Xander Shoffley at plus 275, $20 on him. He won in 2019, nearly won in 2020. And he's one of the best in terms of small field events. Look, I think this could be the season of Xander. I think this could be a major championship season for Xander, perhaps multiple. If I'm looking at the Masters, for instance, I know we revealed our major championship cards a few weeks ago, no, a few months ago, really. I don't know if I had Xander on it, but look, I would look at him for Augusta. I really like his chances for multiple wins this year. But, you know, just going back to this week, Shoffley plus 275 for a top five, $20. Why not? I love that. Um, also do not have Xander in my card. So I love this. We are going diverging methods here and I'm into it. I do like your outright. We'll get to it later. I'm looking at your card right now. All right. And then two top tens, number one, Cam Smith plus 135, $20 on him coming off a great fall season. T nine at the CJ cup T four at the RSM classic. Obviously never shies away from the big time events. He's a top two player in this field in birdies or better within the last 50 rounds. And on a course where driving accuracy doesn't matter as much and short game and putting prowess does, I think that Cam Smith makes a ton of sense here. He's going to get a lot of public money this week. A lot of people in the industry are talking about him. 
But you know what? I'm buying in 20 bucks plus 135. And then I have Jason Kokrak at plus 225. The biggest story about him within the last year is the fact that his putting has been lights out. Like you would have never pegged Jason Kokrak to be a fantastic putter, but that has been one part of his game that has rapidly improved. And when you have his birdie making ability as well, coming off a fantastic fall season and of course a win in november at the houston open i think a top 10 makes some sense for him pretty good number there plus 225 20 on that i feel like he's always underestimated he is he is he um he like just falls victim to that time and time again even when he wins it's like so weird it's it gets like qualified so mm-hmm. i like that a lot i think he's a solid player he's like it's so weird that I'm going to compare him to, but it's like the Sam Burns effect where it's like, but they're like really good and like really consistent. And it's like, why, why don't they get more clout? Like it's kind of confusing. It's a little baffling. Um, So I love that. You're starting to see, by the way, on the sports books out there, Sam Burns getting more respect. Like he's climbing up the board and you have to wonder at what point does he lack the value because he's up there with like Xander or JT for instance. But Hey, if he continues to play the way in which he did in the fall and, you know, late summer, I mean, look, this guy can be a top five player, no doubt. So just keep that in mind as we go forward here. And then I have two matchup plays, Patrick Reed over Cam Smith, $10, on Reed at plus 141. Even though I love Cam, I think Reed has a real shot at winning this week. So I'll take the plus money there. And then $10 on Brooks Kepka to beat out Tony Fee now. Again, plus money, plus 112. Kind of a dart throw. Obviously, two talented players, but I'll take my chances on Brook. Obviously, I have him in my outright selections as well. So two matchup plays for you. I love when you double down. Why not? You know, double dip. Double dip. That's yeah, that's better. I mean, if I'm projecting them to win, I might as well project them to, you know, beat out somebody else, right? So that is my logic there. So recap my outrights Brooks Kepka, Patrick Reed, top five, Xander Shoffley, top 10, Cam Smith, and Jason Kokrak. And then I have Reed over cam smith at a matchup play kepka over finau in a matchup play so there you go well coming into the 2022 event the century tournament of champions has seen 11 consecutive american winners really you you pick two i'm gonna pick one okay he's my he's my favorite player daniel berger (laughs) how many times have i picked this guy i'm just gonna say he's my favorite tour player daniel berger is my official favorite player he has made you a lot of fake money for sure he has made me so much fake money i i owe him everything also i love that his dad is a professional tennis player i just love daniel berger has he's straight vibing he has so many good vibes coming into hawaii um t14 t11 10th since first qualifying for the um century tofc in 2017 so that is a nice little trend we have going 14 11 10 1 you know uh, so he is my outright pick. He's 20 to one. I'm putting $20 down on Daniel. Okay. Berger. All right. Yeah. I mean, I like him a lot to win a major this year. I know he was on my major card. I think I pegged him for the masters actually. So look, I think Daniel Berger is one of the more talented golfers that we don't talk about enough. So I like that. We point. don't, 
and he had that um syndrome in 2019 with his right. wrist it's like is he coming back is he you know it was very uh elusive a little touch and go there for a while but i think that 2020 2021 I, he he's consistent he's here so he won you know what i mean um that's that's important so i, I like him this week um i have a couple top fives and then i have a, a few top tens so first top five uh the only two-time champion here, Justin Thomas. He's uh, plus 175 for a top five. I'm putting $20 down. He just loves this course. He loves Kapalua. He plays well here. Um, like you said, the the fairways are wide. They're generous. I right. think that that just suits him super well. Uh, he uh, He's like a lock for me. And he did close out 2021 with a few impressive performances. Even though, like, I would garner 2021 as not really a, a win for JT. Um, it, it just was a little lackluster. It felt a little off after the players, right? It did. It felt really off after the players. And, I mean, I don't want to bring this up, but I'm going to bring it up. Uh, obviously, what happened, you know, in Hawaii last year was right. uh, not great. So that kind of put a little dark cloud, I feel like, on the year. And then he just never really got out of it. Even with the players, it, it just felt a little like, eh. So I think he's going to have a better 2022. A top 10 pick of mine, I am also thinking he's going to have such a great 2022, but I'll do my other top five. I'm going with Patrick Cantlay. He's plus 275. I'm putting $25 down on Cantlay. So he's getting my um, mo the most amount of money this week uh and i just think that he had such a, i mean player of the year i think he four right. victories like that's just what like that number and again tiger kind of spoiled us but like four victories like that's just outrageous um so he's clearly playing well and he's not the type of player that like burns out like i feel like he's so consistent that like if he's playing well at the end of a season, he will come into next season playing well. Like there's not like some head trip that Patrick Cantley falls victim to. Unlike my first top 10, who I do think is going to have a stellar 2022, but is a total head case. Jordan's new dad, Jordan Spieth, um, he's plus 150. I'm only putting $15 down on him. It's just, it was last year, I mean, last year, since basically the Open, he's been so frustrated. And I just think that this year is going to be a better year for Jordan. So going to start in Kapalua. He's also won here before. So I feel like course history is on his side. I'm seeing a lot of orange flags out there from the media about Jordan Spieth's chances this week. Like maybe you stay off him, you know, focusing on the family, his newborn, blah, blah, blah. So I could totally see a situation where Spieth needs to ramp up a little bit this month before really having a good season, which he will. I agree. I think he'll be right there at the major championship. So yeah, you know, I wish the number was better, honestly, Bridget at plus plus one fifty, I would have hoped for maybe plus 200, something like that, but Hey, agree. You know, just 15 agree. Bucks, yeah. yeah, just 15 bucks, but agree. I feel like that, that number is, is not right. Um, just for like, sure. He, he did well at some point last season, but he has been struggling for so long. I don't think the new dad thing affects on course behavior. I, I think that they're, pl these players are pretty good at separating that. So, right. It's a big I, narrative that the media loves to toss out there, myself included. <laughs> John Rom became a dad and then 
won his first major. So right, I don't exactly. Know. Yeah. Um. All right, Taylor. Another another one of my favorite guys, Taylor Gooch. Uh, giving him a top ten. He's plus two twenty five. Going ten dollars down. He uh he and Sam Burns to me are just like they're gonna take over the tour at some point. Like the the two of them. Like I I would just say like watch out. Like we talk about. Justin Thomas, Sandra Shoffley. I mean, we used to talk about Jordan Spieth a lot. Um, Taylor Gooch and Sam Burns. I think those are going to be the the names that you hear a lot. Um, I really would like Kramer Hickok to like be in that mix. I think the three of them are, they have a lot of similarities. Um, they're just like so young, just like young bucks, which I love on the tour. Um, so he's getting a top 10 from me. People also always- new dads. New dads, oh, so many new dads. Yeah, he he has a daughter. Well, there you go. Look, it's yeah. interesting that you bring up Taylor Gooch and Sam Burns as you know up and comers and what have you. People always ask me who is going to be the next Tiger Woods, and honestly, I hate getting that question because no one, there is no answer. The answer is it's going to be a team effort to create the next Tiger Woods. The <laughs> field is so deep every single week on the PGA Tour. The talent differential is so thin on the PGA tour. Now. I mean, you're just not going to get that again. You're not going to get him again. You just won't. Yeah. I want to, um, I'm going to reference Brandel Shambly's favorite word about mm-hmm. the, the current PGA tour parody. Yeah. there, it. It, That's it. And it's so true. Like there is no massive gap, which I, I don't, I've like, I've gone back and forth with this, obviously in the era of tiger domination, it was exciting, but it was also boring, right? Like if, if he was the first round leader, first round, if he was the first round leader, you're like, yeah, this is a foregone conclusion. He's going to win. Right. There's not really a player. Um, and in 2015, we liked Jordan. We likened Jordan Spieth to that. It, it was nowhere near that. Like, that's just ridiculous, outrageous, absurd. And I kind of felt bad for him that that was the, um, the like moniker that he got like sort of tiger's predecessor mm-hmm. or not press the other the opposite of that um but yeah so i agree with you it's not going to happen not anytime soon and probably not ever you're never going to see that big of a degradation again right. so yeah. enjoy what we have out there on tour with the talent and what have you and the parody as one brandel Champlain yeah. would say so all right i have one more top 10 okay what year was this, this is a core Crenshaw design. What year was it designed? Not re, I know it was remodeled like a few years ago uh, by them, but what year, what year uh, did this hmm. course come to be? All right, so Hawaii became a state in like the early 1900s, right? So that narrows it down a little bit. Uh, I don't know, 1950 something? No, that it's a core Crenshaw design. When did they design this course? They're not that old. I have no idea. What is it? 1992 so this next kid born in 1999 which is just like tragic it's like the most tragic thing i've ever read garrick higo i'm taking him for a top 10 he's plus 600 obviously got his first one in his second start so this is his debut uh and that literally i'm just it's just an absurd number i'm putting ten dollars down on him that is an absurd number why not yeah go ahead Seriously. Imagine I mean, winning in your second start. What was it? It was the was it the Palmetto? I got it. Hold on. I got it. I think it was. Stand by. Palmetto. It, I think that's what he won. Mm, yeah. The Palmetto yeah, Championship. Yeah. yeah. His second PG Tour start. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, 
that's the definition of value in your opinion right there. Yeah, absolutely. And he's born in 1999. <laughs> so five years after me, I feel old, man. A full decade. Oh God. <laughs> and these guys are making millions of dollars. You gotta love it. But yeah. All right. Your betting card, Daniel Berger at 20 to one, Cantley, JT, top five, Spieth, Gooch, Higo, top tens to kick off the new year. I mean, regardless of the money, he's a PJ Tour champion. That's like, or winner, whatever, right. champions, majors, winners, events. Like that alone. Uh, <laughs> right. Joke. I think it really just goes to show how good the field is this week. But again, it's 39 players. You're not asking a lot for Higo here to finish inside the top 10. So that's why Justin Thomas has won twice. He does so well in no cut events. Right. Exactly. All right. Well, it should be a fun week of golf century tournament of champions ESPN plus, by the way, Bridget is now the new carrier of PGA tour live. If I understand correctly. So it's not NBC. So it is not for those wondering, you got it right. Yeah. For those wondering, Hey, where's the bonus coverage that's now on ESPN plus. So you can subscribe to that. I think I might. And of course, full coverage this weekend on golf channel and peacock i believe so there you go mark rolfing season i saw justin ray he put out a tweet and it was also like on his other social channel saying whose voice is sort of like the mark of a new year not ryan seacrest but king of hawaii mark rolfing i saw that i saw that can it be both though justin like i love seacrest he's my <laughs> guy so <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of Lock It In with Cam Rogers. Golf bets on us. Plenty more content coming your way throughout the week. Bridget and I will catch up with you guys next week for the Sony Open. Take care, everybody. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.